Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you amongst women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and the hour of our death. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We bless you for the gift of today. Father, thank you for the privilege to be in your presence, to worship, to adore, and to glorify you. We honor you with the 24 elders in heaven. We join the choirs of angels, the cherubims, and the seraphim to adore you, to exalt you, to magnify your holy name, for there is no like unto you. Thank you because your hand is upon our lives. Thank you because we are, we are products of grace. As the Bible says, you have washed us, you have sanctified us, and you have glorified us. Thank you for the finished work of salvation. Thank you because you have blessed us with every spiritual blessings in the heavenly places. You have made us victors for life. Precious Father, even as we have come to continue to Show your word that gives life that you again in a very special way touch our souls again with fresh bread from the oven of your wisdom. And as many who have come to the old heavenly fire to come and seek you will never remain the same. In the sanctifying work of the Holy Spirit, we maximize in our lives, Amen. and that everything we will do will bear the marks of Christ. All this we ask in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen and amen. amen. You are all welcome again to uh, today's program. And uh, the Lord will continue to bless us and reach us, as the Bible says, <clears throat> through the outpouring of his knowledge. Outpouring of his knowledge. Uh, Now, we'll be reflecting this on the kingdom, living the kingdom consciousness. And uh, before I go further, I would just like to ask what have you been able to articulate in this lesson we'll be having for very one month now? You know, you've got it in time, and I want to believe in my heart, vividly, that you are 
you do go through your notes when you go home, you through them, and then allow them, allow whatever God has communicated to you for the rights of life. You are able to retain God in your knowledge, as the Bible says. Hmm? So have you been able to articulate anything with regards to living the kingdom conscious life? Living the kingdom conscious life. So if you are asked you know, whether you are of the kingdom, you will say yes. How are you consciously living that life? How do you carry the substance of the kingdom in your day-to-day life? As you walk about, as you go about your daily task, how is the kingdom participating in your ordinary life? How? How do you allow the kingdom have a say in your decision, in your choices, in the things you do? With all the work executed so far, have you been able to catch any divine insight that I say has duly informed you? Uh, on account of this insight I have now <clears throat> with regards to the kingdom life, this has become my own focus. On account of this illumination, on account of this knowledge, I have gained what I call ascendancy. Anybody? I, please, please, I don't want you to appear too holy now. I want to appear holy. <laughs> Don't have to by just to stay quiet. Because we are in very class. We are not in just one chamber now. So feel free. Feel free. Hmm? Yes. I want to know how many first. How many classes are going to give us insight? Even the Zoom class. We are even enjoying the Zoom class. So sometimes I don't have to ask this. Any question? I think we will never mind. I will never mind. I'm under I'm under I'm under uh, uh, authority. The authority says do what I ask to do. So I don't need it. How many persons? One, two, three. Okay. Let's have a few. In a sentence, what have you? What can you say about the kingdom conscious life? For me, the kingdom conscious life is calm and more relaxed. And. When, when I go through things and I just remember who I am and uh, the food that I think of, I, I don't fret. Rather, the word of God pops up in my mind. Which one? Mm-hmm. That's the word of God. Which one comes alive? Which one have you, can you hold now in the course of this that you have trapped? You see, you have to be specific. If not, when the day of battle comes, you will be fighting there and the devil will be giving you. In cases where I, I I fear I try to make it like I what that comes up is actually that of um, change seven the body my life and salvation. Okay. And another thing when it comes to about protection, I know this part of the grace of immortality of eternal life and this Okay. So the grace of immortality. Yes. And it's another life. Okay. Okay. 
that made the difference. So you are told in this that devil listen to me, and I'm not just ordinary. And I'm both physical and spiritual. I have more authority in the spiritual than you know the chick of. Because I'm a partaker in the life of Christ, major of Christ, and the spirit of Christ. On account of this, darkness cannot take hold of me. Now, before you now say that, you now say, hey, darkness cannot take hold of me. You say, hey. Okay, how? Explain. You must explain to me. You must teach me. He said, because when I partook of the nature of Christ, I was born out of obscurity, I was born out of fertility, I was born out of carnality, and I was born out of corruption. The body of Jesus is my legitimate stand in the spirit that will cannot inflict me again. Then you don't go down and put that script of me. I can memorize it. Put it there. It's a computer. From chapter one. It's very important. When those thoughts are trying to convince you to die tomorrow, then you have to have a counter argument why I should not die tomorrow. And your argument should not just be from the intelligent brain. It will be consistent with the little more. Yes. Okay. Praise God. Um, yes. The contribution I want to make here, sister, in, in regards to what Father is saying, is that you may not quote this second Peter in the written second Peter if you don't have it, but you quote verbatim that word that is written there. That's the authority. It's not the number. It's the exact word that's there. Yes, that you have to memorize and live with it. And once you say it, the enemy knows that it's written already. Yes. It does, you don't even need to say it's fast. You know that this person knows. Yes. And you have quoted authority. And for the quote authority, the person you quoted is aware that his word is under what? Contention. And someone is challenging his word. And his authority will arise. But to show how braggadocious you are in the spirit, you can't even know the content. When you did in some session of this, you say this is an inherent barrister of the word of God. And that's what Jesus wants to make out of you, to be a barrister of his word. But anyway, you go, as circumstances as situations come up, as nature arises, I'm going to teach us today how nature is rebellious. Even the blessing that we give to you, your blessing is arguing. It's not an influence and your blessing is arguing itself out of your life. You have to learn to command your blessing to come. So, that is a very good point you're doing. But you need to make it your own. Make it authority in your heart. You will have those scriptures that have to do with the life of Christ. You will have that have to do with the nature of Christ and the spirit of Christ. You carry it all by saying, as the Bible says, that brother is joined to Christ. He's one and the same spirit with him. And the spirit of the sin is not a spirit of liberty to bondage. You tell the devil, I don't have your spirit. I have the spirit of Christ, and this spirit can be put to bondage. Let's listen. Yes. 
Now I feel I feel like I carry a presence. There's something different about me. And it's also based on the fact that I am conscious that I carry a spirit and a nature and the life of Christ. So for anybody to get to me, you must first of all settle with Jesus. Yes, yes. Sometimes they you know you have a lot of provoking property. Sometimes they will come, you'll be quiet. You know why? You also know whether you truly have absolute dependence on him. Just as the Pharaoh tested Jesus and allowed him to be battered and shattered on the cross. But Jesus proved the point. And Father, why have my father why have you abandoned me? There is a father into your hands. That's an act of absolute faith. Because it is written, you allow your own to see decay. That was when he made a first one. You allow your own to see decay. So, Father, even though I'm in this situation, into your hand, I command my spirit. Bam! He died. Darkness invaded for three hours. So when you were born again, you were born into his nature, into his spirit, and into his life. The more you are conscious of that system, you are only conscious of the kingdom. Because this flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. It is that nature of Christ, that spirit of Christ, that life of presence in you, that what assesses the kingdom. Even while you are on earth here, you can begin to interact with the kingdom. The things in the kingdom can become the blessings in your life. On account of the nature of Christ as in you, on account of the life of presence in you, on account of the spirit. Now, how do you make this more real of life? The Bible says, meditate on in the word of God. Meditate on the word. When you are praying in the morning or daily, part of your attitude of gratitude is, Father, I want to thank you again for this good news in my life. I just realized, no longer I believe. It is Christ that lives in me. I have the nature of your son in me. I have the nature, life of your son in me. I have the spirit of your son in me. As a matter of fact, do you know that the Eucharist is what is me? It is the same thing, but we have made it the religious effigy. You are supposed to be conscious of the Eucharist as you go about your daily task. You have to be conscious of the content of the That thing looks very simple in the eyes. But in the spirit, he's still loaded. So you'll say it over, you'll keep saying it. If you like, you can say it up to 1,000 times. I was trying to cast a woman two days ago. Both the father and one to say he said, What kind of is it good? I want to be saying, What kind of I love Jesus. I said, It's good. I said, If you are saying those 1,000, without understanding, that I'm not just getting yourself. If you are saying thank you, Jesus, you are thanking him for what? Are you thanking him out of fear? 
and tell the one thousand the one thousand to thank you, Jesus, so that this will not happen to me. And then I'm saying, when thank you, Jesus, because of what He has done for me. What are your qualifications? For what He has done for me. You are conscious that Jesus, for what you have done for me, which I, have, I can see in my spirit, I thank it. And someone is thanking him, 1,000, because he doesn't want the devil to attack him. <clears throat> so these are some of the things that, uh, that uh, you know, that goes with our lives as Christians that make the devil to have some healing to us. And it's causing pain in people's hearts. Bringing deep fear. Fear, 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 fear. Lack of confidence. As God is telling us, I God we are worshiping the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Anybody else want to give the contribution again? So, keep on conscious mind. Where is it the house? Okay. Yes, I'm not constant, but I was there the day you talked about them. Living, seeking the kingdom of God first and its righteousness, and every other thing will be added unto you. The last part of that scene, the kingdom, is this thing. The kingdom that Christ asked me to say, is this three things of Are Yes. Because we think classing the kingdom as if we are No, 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 that's not it. Because once you are here, listen to me, I want to put out something in your mind. Once you are here, get from God, you are already in the kingdom. Is it that you work strong in the kingdom? Or on your own, you will drop the kingdom. That's why when you are living this way, you don't think of poetry. Let me shock you more and more. Yes. If you're not too sure of your kingdom, how can you preach to someone about it? I'm not sure. I will enter heaven. I can say, hey, repent. Serve God. Because He will bless you in this world and give you kingdom. And she asked me, Are you sure of yourself? I said, I'm just seeking his face. I'm just, then you say, I can't throw somebody to wash off himself. Even the devil that may be in this person that is trying to contend with you, we see that you're not even sure of your master. Then how can you ask him to leave somebody? Are you following the point I'm making here? So faith is that you have arrived. Faith is not what you're going to be tomorrow. Faith is that you're already in the system. You now said that you are about seeking the kingdom. I said, let me just mention this, this point very clearly. So continue. Mm-hmm. I, I got to understand that I am living without that. Mm-hmm. Every other thing I seek is what should be added if I have the kingdom as the relationship I give it. So I don't go about right now, practically, if I want to handle a situation now, I don't go about um, doing it on my own. I want to explain more. Um, okay, I'll just, like, I have a time of prayer, a time of quiet time with the Lord. <laughs> and I find out that I have to do some other things at that time. Mm-hmm. It's left for me to decide which takes precedence. It's not that I would I, I, I go to the prayer knowing that after the prayer I will get direction on how to handle that situation well and better. So I will still keep my time. 
I'm not that. I, I will, I will, maybe I said, okay, fine. I want to wake up by five. And because of that, I said I will not do my midnight. I realized in this um, seeking the kingdom that I do my midnight and I still wake up stronger. Mm -hmm. Because I've, it's often, there's been a time where I say, okay, fine, I want to wake up early. I slept all through and I found myself waking up weaker, not even as I expected. So I, I seek my the kingdom. In seeking the kingdom, I will keep in connection with the Lord, and that is sitting before him, maybe to meditate or to pray. Mm -hmm. I'll still keep it, and I'll find out that I will wake up and become stronger and even have more direction than I would have if I had to know. Say, let me sleep and, and try to arrange my program the way I want it. So I, I realized that in seeking the kingdom, I allow God to direct me. I don't come out to say I, I want to do this. I do this on my own. Yes, I don't do things on my own anymore. Yes, I, I seek and I, I move in the direction. One of the key scriptures we, we, we began with was where Jesus was saying, It is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. That's the key scripture for the reflection for that one of man. It's the Father's good pleasure to give us the kingdom. Is the Father's good pleasure, is the Father's good pleasure to give us the kingdom. That is what the Lord wants to you know, use as a word there. Okay? So now, if it's the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom, so it means on the side of God, He's obeying, He's ready to give us. He gives Him pleasure to give us the kingdom. Now, Jesus was giving us this report why on earth here. He didn't say, when we die and come to heaven, it is the first good place to give us the kingdom. He didn't say, I have come that you may have life and have it above us. And then he says, it is the casual man. I pray, let that kingdom come. That is the first good place to give you the kingdom. Why are you are still on earth here? Praise the Lord. Are we catching this one? See, every point I make is to get in the relational world. They matter so much in your mind. If the devil can argue you out of it, he can contend with every blessing that goes with him. If the devil can convince you that you are not worthy of and you accept it, then he can negotiate you out of your life every blessing that goes with him. Are you following me now? Mm -hmm. you, you can, can argue that out. And once you argue, once he argues that out of your heart, listen to me. Heaven does not listen to your words. This is your words of your mouth. Doesn't make much sense. It is the voice of your thoughts. So if the devil can convince me, Vincent, you see, you are not the eternal kingdom. Look at you, you are a sinner. Eh? You, you, you know, if you die, you can start saying, Oh, it's true. If I die now, I know I can't make heaven. And there's this tainted picture of uncertainty. The devil can see it. The on account of the fact that I'm not too sure myself, he can only begin to negotiate even the other blessing that God has given to you on account of the kingdom. Tell 
Now, could you accept that philosophy? The man that you really are not sure of the kingdom, you see, he's suffering with your worship. You will hear the voice inside you. You will have a long run. You will have yourself dialoguing with a being you don't know. You will think you are thinking. Who told you? Those thoughts are voices of spirits. They are energies, pockets of energy that drop in your heart. Is it a mystery? Then, oh, sorry, one fear will build up inside you. You lost yourself afraid. Jesus, blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus. You are even pleading that blood, not with confidence. Then this, you are pleading out of fear. And the enemy is then watching you. He's assessing you spiritually. He knows the frequency you are still operating with. Then, even while you are pleading the blood, blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus, will tell you again. Mm-hmm. Have you forgotten? Can God answer the prayer of the sinner? The Bible says that the prayer of the sinner is an abomination of the God. Then, you say this, you know, you say this. You just stop praying. Then the thoughts will continue in your mind. You are driving. You will know when you pass through Gardner House. The next thing, just your son, ah, I've had this day. What do you do? Your thought was fully engaged. So that is why every revelation that we catch has a lot of potency in it. Look at Peter. Just ask him, who do you say I am? Others, they say, they say, they say, they say, you are the Christ of God. Just say, not flesh and blood that has been used to you. If my father in heaven has been used to you. When Peter got this, did he fall on the ground? Did he, I think, as if, did he say, oh, 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 did he manipulate that bullet? No. It's just that what? My flash of thoughts. So he said, Peter. By virtue of this revelation of God, let me tell you the implication of the spirit. You are now no longer called what? Satan. But what? Peter means rock. That revelation turns Peter to be a rock in the spirit. They turn out of him an institution. And that is the gate of hell cannot prevail against you as long as you have access to this quality type of administration. And for your information. This type of administration is the key that assesses this kingdom. Now, when we get together about this, what do we do? We are now assessing the word of God. So we can hear that voice again from the Father that gives us the truth that changes the life that we live. And so when those revelation comes, they must start them, write them, pray with them. They are called divine whispers. What do you call them? Divine, divine whispers. whispers. Don't look for power in the shakings. Don't look for power. Hey, you follow the ground. All those things are just mere manifestations. They are good. But if you are devoid of this three enlightenment accounts, then they say the entrance of your wealth brings light. It enlightens every man. That's what the first of the earth. That single light of understanding, knowledge that you acquire can light you up. And shut out of your life any form of darkness. So now, I want to just retreat this life again. I want you to catch the well. 
Jesus says, seek first the kingdom of God and the righteous demand of it. And every other thing will be added. What is the kingdom? The kingdom is the reign of God in the heart of a man. The reign of God in the soul of a man. Now, the only office that rules and reigns in that kingdom is Christ. It's the office of the Christ that rules and reigns. And when we talk about the office of the Christ, we are talking about the office of his spirit, the office of his nature, the office of his life. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish. But have what? Eternal life. But if you don't have him, we surely perish. So it means the thing that brings about perishing on earth here will take hold of you and destroy you. But whoever receives him, whoever believes in him, shall not uh, perish. When you believe, you know, I mean, who believe and are baptized, the act of believing is the beginning of a journey. The act of baptism ends the journey of salvation. It means that salvation has fully been crystallized inside of you. So when you believe and then you are baptized, you are baptized into the office of the Christ. That is when the Holy Spirit will infuse into you, then his own nature, the nature of Christ will infuse and get into your own nature. So that the nature you have when you were born by your parents loses its structure and receives Christ's own structure. The same thing that happens at the altar here, when the priest says, "You bread, right? Bread, unleavened bread." It now says, "This is my body." If you look at it, it still looks the same, but something has happened. What do we call it? Transubstantiation, meaning that the substance of this bread, the nature of this bread, has taken up a new nature. There's a trans substance, there's a change of substance. Transubstantiation. So it might it has taken the nature of Christ. So just as the nature of Christ can go into a bread and crystallize itself, so that Christ is there, soul and body and what? Soul, body, spirit. In that bread, likewise too, when we're baptized, we're baptized to Christ that way. And there was also what? Transubstantiation. The Holy Spirit now is, you get this point, it's very crucial. If you don't get this, you will go to struggle as a Christian. You will go to count yourself out as a Christian. You go to see yourself as, ah, God, do it. When something has happened, he has done something. This is the good news. It's the good news. So when we're baptized, the Bible says, when we're baptized into Christ, his nature was transubstantiated into your nature. His life was substantiated into your life. His spirit was not substantiated into your spirit. In the real sense of the word and the name of God, when they assess your life from the realm of the spirit, you don't no longer want to carry it to your parents that is there. Amen. 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 
We are speaking the authority of God's word. That's the reason why Christ says, unless a man is born again, he can't see that Because the first betting had issues. Adam, Adam fell. The Bible says, when he committed the sin, the Bible says, death came. Right? So he lost the glory of the inner man. The glory of the divinity in him. Now, when you are born again, that is the act of believing in Christ and being baptized, then he is going to enter through the world. His life enters you. So now, you are operating the economy of the nature of Christ, of the spirit of Christ, and the life of Christ. Say amen to that. Amen. amen. Do you believe that? Yes. Sir, I believe. I believe. Sir, I believe right now. I believe, I believe right, right now. I believe right now. I have the nature of Christ. I have the spirit of Christ. I have the spirit of Christ. I have the life of Christ in me. I have the life of Christ in me. It is no longer I who live. It is no longer I who live. It is Christ that lives in me. It is Christ that lives in me. Because the day will tell you, eh. Okay, let me test you and see whether it is Christ that lives in you. Then while you're sleeping, you choose one bad dream. Blood everywhere. You wake up. <laughs> Does that invalidate what has happened? That's what people don't understand. They will not see that bad dream, then for them, something is wrong. This brother can come and listen, I saw you in my dream. Oh, God revealed to me that you are going to die very soon. That they are planned to lead you up. He's free to see his revelation. He's free to see his dreams. But when I juxtapose what I am, the glory of the spirit, life, and nature of Christ in me, and the sentence he's bringing, is not consistent. I don't need another prophet to find coming for me. Because by his nature, by his nature, he has taken me out of vanity, out of futility, out of darkness, out of death. Out of the grave. That's the law of the nature. All I need to do every day is to insist that the economy of the nature runs my life. That's my Christian responsibility. That's the way of my fact of faith. I will not allow corruption. I will not allow vanity to eat up my soul again. Because anything I yield myself again to vanity, to this death, it means I'm yielding myself to the law of sin and death again. Look at this. Does that have a look of Christ in me? I have the nature of Christ in me. What's the implication? The implication of the nature, Peter said, we're not partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption in the world. You know there's a corruption in the world, right? There's a corruption in the world. <clears throat> there's a spiritual corruption going on yes. that corrupts mind, that corrupts body, that corrupts education, that corrupts human industry, that corrupts food, corrupts clothing. Everything in this way of corruption invades. It turns you to become an instrument and found the instrument of the devil.
Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Anybody that sleeps, hmm? anybody that sleeps will do the business as we get. Right? So we'll be watching out. We stay small, look right, look left. Now, this corruption is governed by the law of sin and death. It's a spirit. This spirit, this law and this spirit, that one who advance the cause of corruption. This corruption is what brings about futility. What is futility? I have said this in several What is futility? Who can help us here? Vanity. What is vanity? Huh? What is vanity? Huh? Help out now, please. Help out. What is vanity? What is futility? Okay. From the biblical point of view, anything that will serve the post for which God created it is vanity. It is purpose that gives any existence reality. So when we say that there's corruption that promotes futility, that's what we call aimless life. Aimless life. And that is crystallized in materialism. When material things becomes the, 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 the government of everything, on account of material things is morality, on account of material things is spirituality and everything. Everything is judged from material point of view. Even if not person, I only read this girl as somebody on account of the fact that maybe she has plenty of money. And I say, wow, this person is great. You see? So it is the money that this person has that makes me say this person is great. But in the eyes of God, this person is great. Now, it is this corruption, this vanity, that brings about lust, and lust is the fuel which the devil uses. That inordinate desire for material things, that drive that makes you to just keep getting material things, getting them, getting them, it's not bad. But when it is bad, that is when you get them and get them and get them, and it just for yourself, for your personal self, and for your own pleasure, wide pleasure, it ends in you. It's all about you. I, me, and myself. When it ends that way, it means you are under the government of lust. Are you following what I'm saying? So now, when Jesus gave us his divine nature, the divine nature is not a nature that could be led to corruption. This nature now, whatever it gets, is used to advance the kingdom of God. Because that drive that makes you get them for yourself is over there. So whatever comes is for the kingdom. My own body is for the kingdom. My money is for the kingdom. My education, I must use it to advance the kingdom. My desires, everything I do in life here must be to advance the cause of the kingdom. When that reality is registered in your soul, it kills every sort of lust which is to live for self. 
Now, the devil wants you to want to make sure that he cuts you off from this realm so you can have everything for yourself and live in the loss of God's enjoying what you have for yourself as the case may be like a rich man in the Bible. Then that's what gives you the power to bring in death, bring in terminal diseases, bring in hopelessness, depression, suicide, and all that. You don't catch that now? Praise the Lord. Amen. That's the reality. Paul now says that Jesus did not give us life for us to live for ourselves. That we no longer live for ourselves, but we will live for the one who has loved us and gave his life for us. If you want to escape the darkness that is ravaging the world, don't live for self. Don't live for self. Use everything God has furnished you with, even your body, as an instrument of what? Righteousness. Can we go further? Or <laughs> we stop here? Praise the Lord. Hmm. Why are you going to school? Why are you getting married? Why do you have children? Some are calling children because eh, so I can tell them I have four children. You don't get married. <laughs> Is it for God or for self? Do you know that some people want to marry because they want to put a point to somebody? No, because they want to please God. Two of us. There are some people who have all the children they have, there are seven uh, seven girls, no men. And the person is not happy. It's not even talking God. He say, Oh God, just give me one man. Let me show them. <laughs> 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 That person is going to be for God. He's living for self. On account of self, he has, that, 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 that has blinded the person from even thanking God for the other sins. God, give me this guy. Let me show them that. Is it because they started before me? Is this secret discussion in your heart about the things that come around you? When they are all for self, and God has no place in it, Dear brother, dear sister, I'm going to announce to you, you are brooding lost. Lost the chemical instrument that he uses to advance his wickedness. I'm just trying to explain this very well so I can understand your place. Number two. He has given us his life. So what's the nature all about again? The nature is what? Anti-corruption, right? Anti-corruption. The nature of the sin is what? Anti- Let me say it again. Anti-fertility, anti-vanity, anti-iniquity. Because they're all together. Anti-fertility, anti-iniquity, anti-vanity, anti-corruption. Exactly, please. If you don't understand now, ask questions. Please, be free. Ask questions. One law here is not to have things at all is a problem. Not to have material things at all is a problem. People are the same. Because God liberated you to harness what He has given to you 
they will use it for the kingdom. So some have made themselves best Jews because they are Christian. They say, ah, okay. and I have said it to the kids of this world. They then use that against us. So I better not get them again. Let me just stay. So I go and just uh, money. Anyone I see, I'm money. Is that what I say? No. <laughs> not to have a thought is the problem. And to have and not use it for godliness. So what the intention? God, thank you for giving me your nature. I will have these things. You will work for them. When they come, you will use them to advance the kingdom. That's the man, that's the woman who have come to stature. Don't ever negotiate to be a beggar. Don't be a beggarly life. Don't be waiting to be given here. You should possess and use. So the devil will do one thing. Is it that he stops you from having it? Because he knows that you have a purity of intention now that when he comes, he uses the kingdom, or he thinks that he corrupts your intention and he uses it for you. So you can bring good God for him to get in your life. That's how the world made the thing they make. Their prosperity is based on lust, and that's why they can deal with them anytime. The Bible says, man in his riches lack wisdom. They are like a beast that have been destroyed. They have all everything, but there's no peace. There's no joy. There's no happiness. They have tenacities. They even lack the wisdom how to treat themselves. You see them back in themselves, go inside, you see that there's corruption eating on their soul. What for you? God has said, I gave you my nature to be above corruption. Now, as you go and back to this, I will bless you. Not because you pray and ask to bless you. I will bless you because you are part of me. What belongs to me belongs to you. But be wise. Be wise. Use the things I have given to you. I am giving to you. I want to decide how to use it to advance the kingdom. So at the end, I say, good and faithful servant. So now, on account of this, if you agree with this covenant of nature, there shall be no limitation in your life. The force of limitation cannot stand you. The force of Contention cannot stand you. Because you are not operating on your own natural human nature. You are operating the what? The supernatural nature of Christ in you. By this nature, he has blessed you. Listen to me. Listen to me. Let's suppose. It's good that we ask God to bless us. Eh? Let me tell you, if he asks you to bless you, I'm not bringing something new to you. I'm only standing up with God in you as a Christian. There are people that will be sick, they go to the hospital. They say, Doctor, give me drugs. They say, No, you are taking enough drugs. What I need to give you a drink that will make the drugs to come alive and also work your life. So, by virtue of your nature, you are blessed already. You are good, man? Yes. yes. Say, so I'm blessed by nature. I'm blessed by nature. You have to stay it up until you enter into your mind. Say, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. 
that Joseph was in the house of Potiphar, and Joseph was prosperous. How can someone be a slave in a master's house and the Bible said he was prosperous? He also owned the house, but the Bible said he was prosperous. To even make the thing more really more he says on account of the presence of Joseph in the house, Potiphar was also prosperous. He noticed that the presence of this young man is helping this woman. The man handed over the entire house, everything in his house except his wife to Joseph. Joseph was only showcasing the grace of the New Testament. So it mustn't be that you must bless somebody with what? With money. The properties. Your presence, what you carry, is much heavier than the money. Hey, So if the devil can argue with you, then I'm blessed. Because you don't understand that you have been blessed by nature. Once you put yourself that you're not blessed, then they can go and carry even the thing that God has given you. You say you're not blessed now. You are still asking God. And the devil knows that God has blessed you. You understand the Lord the Spirit. And if you can confuse your mind, you can manipulate your blessings. So the Bible says, as a man thinks, so be Jesus. Say I'm blessed. I am blessed. Not because I pray. Say I'm blessed. I am blessed. Because I'm a sinner. Eh? I know I'm not serious in God. That's why I'm not being blessed. And some people use that they don't want to be with you every time. And they tell you because you are a bad person. That's why this thing is for you. God does not judge by chance. He judges by the Praise the Lord. Amen. So we are blessed because we have confessed the Lordship of Jesus. We are born again. We are baptized. So by virtue of baptism, he has infused his nature into us. That nature of Christ is the divine life. It's a divine nature. And when I partake of the divine nature, and that divine nature is now seated in me. I'm a carrier of the divine nature. That is the hand of God blessing me. That's the hand of God prospering me. That's the hand of God doing everything. That's why Peter said, greater is he. John said, greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. Peter said, what I have. I believe. Do you believe you have something now? Yes. You believe that? Yes. You believe that? Yes. Should I say bless you? Yes. 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 He has given us his life. The Bible says, if God did not spare his only begotten son, 
but gave us his son Jesus. How will he not, with Jesus, give us all things? Romans chapter 8. He has given us his life. The life I have now is the life of Jesus. It's the life of Christ. See, crystallized when we were baptized. The Bible says, don't you know that when you were baptized into Christ, you were baptized into his death. Romans chapter 6 of verse 3. I don't want to go into it all again. And just as he died, we died with him. Right? Are we together here? Yes. Say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. As, as he was buried, we were what? Buried with him. In the mind of the Father. And then as he was raised from the dead, we too were raised. Supposing we were here. Okay, this is Christ here. This is the new life. Just as Jesus was being raised from the dead to this point, we ourselves were raised into this new life. So in baptism, the life we got from Adam was taken away, and then Jesus Christ infused his own life into us. You cannot have his nature without having his life. It is his nature that hosts his life inside of you. So now you have the life of Jesus inside of you. And the type of life you have is not just the ordinary life, it's the resurrected life. That power that brought Jesus out from the grave is the power that's left in you now. You may say, but Father, if he's so great, why is my life like this? It's because you're not accepted it yet. You're not believing it yet. You have to come to a point where you have to have the, the, the confidence like Peter, like Paul, like uh, uh, John, to begin to understand and confess that you have this life and live in a consciousness of it. That's why I said, I have come that you may have life. He bought a new life. And he said, you have what? Yeah. You have born and life. Say, I have the life of God in me. I have the life of God in me. I it. Can you say it more prophetically? I have the life of God in me. So you have a new life now. Then this life is not the ordinary life. This life is not the ordinary life. Let me just uh, read something for us. Let's look at the... Uh, First John. Hmm. Let's look at First John chapter five. Where's the Bible? First, John, are we here? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. mm -hmm. mm -hmm. mm -hmm. 
Take this from verse 10. Who can read from verse 10 for me? Uh, read it loud. Two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can't hear you in the back there. Verse 10. Uh-huh. So the Jews said to this man, who had judged you know. First John, please, yes? Okay, First John 5.10. The one who believes in the Son of God has the testimony within himself. The one who does not believe God has made him be a liar. Uh-huh. Because he has not believed in the evidence that God has given. Now, this is the evidence God has given, right? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to specialize what the evidence now, right? Good, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Eleven. Yes. And the testimony is this. Mm-hmm. God has given us eternal life. So, read again. God has given, and the testimony is this. Mm-hmm. God has given us eternal life. Can we say, let me hear you. God has given us eternal life. God has given me eternal life. God has given me God has given me God has given me God has given me Yes. 
and the city life. Amen. Amen. Whoever has the son has life. Whoever does not have the son, does not have this life. Because the only way to have access to this son, to this life, is to the son. Now, this life is the life of your body, is the life of your family, is the life of your career, is the life of your finances. This life runs your entire system. Mm. Are you giving understanding here? Yes. God bless my family. God bless my. He who has the son has life. In the name of Jesus, I have life. In the name of Jesus, my family has life. In the name of Jesus, my career has life. In the name of Jesus, my children have life. Now, have you received life? Yes. Now, when you notice an incursion of darkness, of the negative forces, what you just need to do is to discharge, to release that life by the word of man. That is a life and death is where? In the power of your tongue. You are not praying to ask God to bring your life from heaven because you have received life already. You have received life already. It's inside you. Every morning, in the name of Jesus, when you measure that way and then you release that word, you are, as it were, articulating that life in that direction. Continue, continue, continue. As you are opening the entire is increasing on the pages. That's what they call the good fight of faith. That's why a Christian who cannot articulate and speak well the things of God, the word of God, can go far. We have conquered him by the blood of the Lamb and by the words of our testimony. What is the word of a testimony? Please read that part again. Don't mention the testimony. Read the eleven. And the testimony is this. God has given us eternal life. So, what is the testimony? This life is in abundance. If you live on the government of this life, there are things I don't want to say. They are too complex. The devil dreads to distract you from this. He will want you not to think about this life. You make you forget it, and then you be showing, bombarding you with all the troubles. See, see this one, see this one, see this one, see this country, see this, uh, this, this, uh, this one, this is. See, you, you make you keep looking at them and leave the one causing the trouble. Until your soul is beaten up with fear, with faithlessness. Then you are this, now, the more or less you. Like confusion. 
Then you can say yes. And I'm blessed of this one. Can you see how confused it is? Then they begin to chase your life one after the other. At the point they will tell you, why are you in your life? Kill yourself. He says true. And you come and kill yourself. Then you see he demands one dream to help facilitate his ministry. He does one bad thing again, you look and say, Can you imagine that's what this kind of thing is? God, where are you? And say, yes, ask him again. Where are you, God? Why are you allowing this to happen to me? He doesn't know. I'm not a conversation, I'm not a God. Blame the God! Say, I will never be deceived in my life. I will never be deceived in my life. Now, it's a testimony. You want to give you a receipt that you have received life? Praise the Lord. I'm here to confirm that I have received. Can I write a receipt and give you a receipt? I'm a dispatch rider who was sent to go and you know, tell you that you have received it. You might take them to your account. But I'm doing a receipt. Because in case you say you didn't receive it again, have you received it now? So if I go now, no problem with it. That's the testimony. The devil will not want you to say you have received this life. He won't want you to confirm it because the more you say it, the more you confirm it, the more the spirit of God brings about the government of that life over your territory, over your health, over your finances, over your heart, over your soul, over your entire body, over your family, everything. The more you testify about this life, the more the frontiers of this life expands. Your mouth is crucial to this business. See, I have life. I have life. Now, when this physical body becomes weak, and the say, let the weak say, I'm strong. It's not that they are saying, I'm strong, so that God will let you strong. They are actually testifying that they carry a life that is stronger than the sickness is in their body. It's not about the general business, but rather than confirming that, oh, sorry, devil, you came to attack this flesh. You didn't know that it's a conflict inside. This one cannot break off that. There is a higher life for that. Amen. Amen. Even though they are weak and you don't say, it. don't say, those who live in this kingdom, don't say, I'm sick. Now, this is your daughter, right? As a father, now if you like your will, I say, All I have, I will do my will. Which court in this world has not been? Are you sure? Why? Because this daughter is your life. You get like this. Blood is a blood is a poor here. What happened to blood is a poor here? Two of us. Sure. No court on earth can stand against the legality of the flesh and the blood work as a poor here. Now that you have the life. This is my body. 
this is the body, this is this is my body, eat of it. Right? Yes. This is my blood. Drink of it. This is the blood of the new and everlasting testament. What is the will? The will is uh, the relation a person is between his alive. What is alive? How we will dispose of his uh, wealth, properties. This will, he will write when he's alive. When he's alive, is the will active? No, no, no. When the person dies, eh? Then whatever is written in the will comes at the right? So before this one dies, the body's body, the body is blood. I said, this is the blood of the new and everlasting testament. That testament in the Greek, it is in that, that word covenant, in the Greek, it is rendered as testament, as different from other covenants. Covenant is an agreement between me and this person. On account of this, if I keep the terms and condition of the covenant, then we shall become beneficiaries of this. Two of us. Are you here? Yes. Testament, is it like that? No. Is that terms and conditions? No. In testament, it is a will given. As long as the person has written for you, whether you are bad or good, it is for. I mean? Yes. What do you mean? That's what I mean. That thing you're thinking now, you are fighting it. You are fighting your mind and say, Do you mean, do you mean, yes, I mean it. <laughs> I mean it. <laughs> yes, super head. What do you mean by that, whether the person is good or bad? Right? Yes. This is a bad girl, right? Even though, don't read the you don't read my Sometimes you just my you know, you correct you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, and as far as they come in, they find a second and second and second. Don't do this to the game. Don't do this to the game. I'm not happy about it. But it is still, it's a... Uh, you can see, it's like the right thing. Wow. Yes. Why? Because Christ is it is flesh and blood. How does you understand something? Because what? This I thought, you may draw and I say, I'm believing it. No commitment, no serious involvement. Blood is involved here. And that's why if this child grows to maturity, he said, Dad, if I didn't accommodate when I was bad, I must honor my dad. Are you? Yes. Your old age, you will buy you green rubber. Thank you. <laughs> 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 
you go and crush your house and build one one Mm-hmm. So, pray the judge that will be driving you for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Say, Daddy, as you may be a daughter, I have made you my father. Mm-hmm. That was the reason. He said, This is my body. This is my love of the new and all that the Father has given to him. Has he died? Yes. Has he died? Yes. Has the will been activated? Yes. That's the good news. That's the good news in town. He has died and he will have been written. Do you deserve the content of the will? Yes. Huh? Yes. Do you deserve it? Yes. Is it by prayer? No. It doesn't matter. I like that. You have to have this mentality inside. That's the argument the devil is going for. If you don't have it, you will mess your bitter. They will say, This is not my dream. It's in the views. Things of a techno. A techno is a mature son, a mature doctor who has come of age in the knowledge of the things of God. On account of that, he's living for the Father. Each time we, that's why we say the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Dying, he destroyed our death. Rising, he restored our life. Jesus, come now and worry to you. How can you hear this type of thing? And after that, you now go and begin to relate to the world. You can be watching people like that and they like it and they, and they support it. And they don't see us. It's the world be beaming corruption of the highest order, beaming vanity. Millions are garbage in Because after the episode, you'll be given certificate and you'll graduate. In time, you have used one of these that are watching adults. So, I like this person. I like this person. I think you should not watch you. Mm. They have to go watch. Mm. Yeah. No. Yeah. Because if, if you come to it, some people will still go and watch. Yeah. <laughs> it has it has ended up blood. They like that kind of lifestyle. They are only using touch the cover. You will see reality. I don't convince it. It doesn't matter. I can watch what's happening to me. You, you know, they are flooding your soul with things that you can never record from it. When the devil is taking one of the youths and corrupting their minds straight ahead, he's preparing them for the higher country in the future. To a reality TV show that the nation endorses. 
Allah is not going to apply the minds of people who should say no to it. Even the Islamic people are saying no. Muslims are saying this is not good. Christians are the ones saying no, it's good. If you don't want to watch it, off your TV. Do you have life? Yes. yes. Do you have life? Yes. Do you have life? Yes. Yes. The devil is going to argue you out of it. Don't allow it to leave your heart. Every morning, remind yourself. As a matter of fact, that should be part of your prayer of art in your gratitude. But I thank you for I have the life of Christ. That life is in me. What is your thing in that life is that when you are dying, you say, Father, please are yours. You gave them to me. They do you give me, I have given to them. John chapter 17, verse 22. What if they close their mouth? It's properties, it's assets. Everything that acquired. And he now put it in the say, eat, take this blood, drink it. That's the testament. That as I die, everything that has been to me, Oh, that comes and says, You are co-head to Christ. Please, what is co-head? And joint hair, explain. What is a hair first? The hair is one who is entitled to inheritance. The one who is entitled to what? Inheritance. The one is joint hair. You will become the beneficiary. You become part of the owners of such. Now, please, co hair and joint hair. Are they the same? They are the same. Okay. Okay. Now, when you say I'm a co hair to this phone, and this person is a co hair to this phone, how do we explain it? It means. It means right. to own this phone. So he can't claim that he owns him more than me. And I can't claim that I own it more than him. So if I take the phone, he will not be angry. If he takes the phone, I won't be angry. The Bible says you are co heirs with Christ. Now is to assess it. Yes, I, I, I just want to explain what for that one can assess the inheritance. Yes, that, that has been destined for you is your own. It's been given to you to use and enjoy. But in our speaking um, from the scripture, there is there a limitation? That's what I want to ask. To assess it because you can have it, but you cannot make use of it because of maybe a clause added to it. Like, mm -hmm. like the life of sin. <laughs> I just want you to explain more on that. Yeah. I just explain, I handle it because I systematically did something here. That this man is not who decides, even though this is daughter was stubborn. He speaks to me, no problem. My way is I decide. That's why you are saying, Lord George. Now, who are you talking about? We are not creating standard. And many times, it is not ourselves. We don't judge ourselves. We even judge others and say, They don't deserve it. If they don't deserve it, bless you. How can God give this person? This will be no one.
The important thing is that we have become members of the family. And family is stronger than the little mistakes you make. Those mistakes are coming because we don't know. We commit sin. We rebel because we don't know. When you grow up, just as the child, when he grows up, they say, Father, who used to say, Daddy, you need to know. Daddy, you need to know. Daddy. Now, because the daddy bearing you, you don't get a child. It's not a matter of. Who understands that when I was happy with the daddy was telling him how? So the act of rebellion goes away. She's not appreciating the fact. We commit sin because of not growing. We are still very petty. And even the things you are committing, what do you now? Has it satisfied us? All the anger, all the selfishness, all the envy, biting, what we did for years. Has it improved anything in our life? But was it there because was it children? Now, listen to me. We begin to grow. Misunderstanding. And now that this time you go back to sin. You activate the law of corruption to invade your inheritance. It's like bringing fire to the house willed to you. You're going to put petrol there and put fire on it. You're going to burn down the house. So when we look at we are violating the law of the spirit that should enhance our life. Not just about offending God. We are provoking a system that will come behind the scene and work against your career. Work against your head. All of a sudden, you see yourself getting sick. You think it's already jammed. You don't know forces have been galvanized against your health. Based on the on violation that goes somewhere. So that's what you're saying. Overcoming sin is a slave. You begin to hunger to live a righteous life because you now see that your righteous life standing for God and not violating the law of sin and death. Is helping you to also man all that God has given to you. But the Bible says, if anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father. It's not a hopeless case. We have an advocate with the Father. And when we acknowledge our sins, we come to God and say, God, I committed this sin. I stole three times. Yes, me. And I took the money. I did this. I accused myself. I come before you. I'm sorry. I'll see myself. I don't, I don't deserve to stand before you. But I acknowledge my sins. I'm asking Lord, have mercy. The Bible says that Jesus is able to forgive, to cleanse us from all our sins and from every unrighteousness. Unrighteousness is a consequence of what goes with that sin. That we're going to begin to violate the law of life, enhancing your life. To cleanse you from them because you acknowledge your sins. So, because we are still in the journey, praise the Lord, and the tendency of sin is there. When we sin, we take note, no, stand in the middle. We acknowledge our sins. And the heart of it is going to go to confession. That's when you acknowledge your sins. I accuse myself. Some people go to confession, they just say, I see myself doing this. I see myself doing this. Are you upset, man? Mm-hmm. You only saw yourself doing it. <laughs> I see myself doing this. I see myself doing this. I say, acknowledge. Say, I accuse yourself. I did this thing. Not that I said, I see myself doing it. You're trying to correct me, you don't understand. And the man, please say, 
So prepare ourselves to celebrate this supremacy. May we acknowledge. Acknowledge. Say acknowledge. 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 Don't paint it a yellow. Don't say, see this thing? If not, I don't know. I really, 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 really need to do it, but, you know, and so I don't understand myself. So I just did it. Yeah. You knew what you were doing. You lost it for it. You, 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 you invested it to it. You carried it out. Say, Lord, I, pre I prepared myself for it. I acknowledge my sins. I accuse myself. I did it. I'm sorry. Then your lawyer chose this other path. You say, Daddy, the accelerator is guilty. But remember, I died for the guilty to make them guiltless. They say, God is going to make them the ungodly. By the power of his death of the cross. So the devil should not use that to test him out. So if you have a license to come and commit sin and they come and be asking for it, because the more you do that, the more you are violating the law of your will. You are in the devil's room to attack your will because you have also activated the law of what? Destruction. We have discussed this in many times now. You know, I say, look, you feel it, you will not disappear again. You will not disappear again in your mind anymore, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. So it's like, please don't enter where then? Yes. Let me soak, let me soak. I have a testimony. Do you have a testimony? I have a testimony. What a testimony? I have life. Whoever has a soul has life. Oh, Father, please preach again. Let us read that part. First John chapter 5, from verse 11 to 12. He who has the Son, by accepting him as Lord and Savior, mm -hmm. has the life that is eternal. Okay. He who does not have the Son of God, does not have the Son of God. Listen, he who doesn't have the Son, have no life. So it means there are two types of man beings on earth. Those who have the life and those who don't have the life. Where do you learn from? Those who have the life. Okay. Any question? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Are you asking me? At a mass where a priest said that he will be surprised that we will see them in heaven. You see, uh, you know, before Jesus came, the Pharisees were saying all kinds of things. Sometimes we just speak out of our own rationality. We don't judge them. But God has been a standard. The same Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. How is going to handle that with those who are not in this system? I don't know. Maybe you will fabricate another system. But for now, we don't have adequate knowledge to explain and to say that they who are not of Christ 
have this life. Let's not take on it. Then secondly, if you understand the nature of the human person after a fall, that man became a sinner, not by the actions he put up with, but by nature. We became sinners by nature. We were born with original sin. And without, and without original sin, you cannot see God, because that nature is the nature of the devil. Do you agree with me? Yes. That nature is the nature of the devil. And how can the nature of the devil assess God? Everyone being born of a woman is born with that nature of the devil. They see darkness in every soul. Isaiah 60 says, Arise and shine for your light has come, for the glory of God upon you. For darkness covers the earth and keep darkness in the people. We were all born with darkness in our souls. That darkness is the government of Satan. He is called the God of this world. The souls of men are in his hand. He has imparted into the man of disobedience his own nature, rebellious nature. And the Bible says, Not for clear will enter heaven. So, how will they carry their nature and enter? I don't know. Maybe before then, he will do something because he's all knowing God. But it will be wrong for us to begin to argue and say that then they can still make it without accepting Christ. The same Bible says, All authority in heaven and on earth have been given to me. So, everything is in the hand of Jesus. So some of us will just you know, say things, and on account of that, it has killed the act of evangelization. Yes. They will tell you, don't convert them. Just tell them to be the best they should be in their own church, in their own religion. We are all on the same path. Let me read something for you here. <laughs> it will shock you. John chapter 8. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Don't pray in the next Listen carefully. Jesus is addressing his own people called the Jews, right? The Jews. The Jews are full of Christ. Okay? Go ahead. Mm-hmm. John 8 31. So Jesus was saying to the Jews who had believed him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciple, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered him, we are Abraham's descendants and have never been enslaved to anyone. Mm-hmm. What do you mean by saying you will be set free? Jesus answered, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, mm-hmm. everyone who practices sin habitually is a slave of sin. Now the slave does not remain in a household forever. The son does remain forever. So if the son makes you free, then you are unquestionably free. I know that you are Abraham's descendants, yet you plan to kill me because my word has no place in you. 
I tell the things that I have seen at my father's side. So you also do the things that you have heard from your father. From your father. Look at see the boy say, I do what I have seen my see my father do, and do what your you see your father do. He is talking to his own brothers, Jews. So now, as far as the case is concerned, they have a different father, and they have a different father. Are you catching the point here? Yes. Go ahead now. Let us hear what God says. Mm -hmm. The answer. Mm -hmm. Abraham is our father. Mm -hmm. Jesus said to them, "If you are truly Abraham's children, mm -hmm. then do the works of Abraham and follow his example." Okay. But as it is, you want to kill me. The man who has told you the truth, which I heard from God. Good. This is not the way Abraham acted. You are doing the works of your own father. He said to him. We are not illegitimate children. We have one spiritual father, God. Jesus said to him. We have one spiritual father. We all have, all of us. My sister, we all have one spiritual father. Jesus said to them, If God were your father, mm -hmm. you would love and recognize me. Mm -hmm. For I came from God and have arrived here. Mm -hmm. For I have not even come on my own initiative, mm -hmm. but he sent but he sent me. Right? Why do you misunderstand what I am saying? It is, it is because you are unable to hear my word. You are of your father, the devil. Hey, please stop. Hey. Hey. This is serious. Did you miss words here? You are of your father, what? The devil. He was talking to the covenant people of God's word. Israel, the first people that receive covenant from God. The people that God said, You shall be my people and I shall be your God. If Jesus were dressed that way. The day I read this, my theology in my area, I said, I'm very careful now. Is there, I didn't tell you the I need for that enlightenment. You are of your father, the devil. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. And it is your will to practice the desires of your father. People. He was a murderer from the beginning. Mm -hmm. And does not stand in the truth because there is no truth. When he lies, he speaks what is natural to him. Mm -hmm. For he is a liar. And the father lies. Lies. Good. But because I speak the truth. Yes. You do not believe me. Forty-six. Which one of you convicts me of sin? If I speak truth, why do you not believe me? Whoever is of God and belongs to him. Listen now. This is the standard. Whoever is of God mm -hmm. and belongs to him. And belongs to him. Mm -hmm. He has God's word. He has God's word. For this reason, mm -hmm. you do not hear them. Because you are not of God and you are not in fellowship. Stop there. Because the father will go and they want to see things. But that shows us that 
We need to be very careful when we want to argue. We have a responsibility to bring our people, our friends, to this truth. Jesus continues to remain central. Even to yourself, you've got to hold on to him. You must make him your foundation. You must insist that your life will be governed only by the office of the Christ. The Christ will be everything. That has built you on the solid foundation of his nature, of his life, and of his spirit. The Bible says, the spirit is the spirit of liberty. So when we receive Christ, we receive his spirit. And with that spirit, cannot be put in bondage. You can't tie that spirit. You can't press that spirit in your veins. You cannot, we cannot attack that spirit. If the spirit knows itself, if you know you have this spirit, this fear that comes will stop. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. When someone who is diabolical comes and starts threatening you, and you know, and that you know, and you are convinced, and you know vividly that this spirit right now is resident in you, it will tell you what. Because you know you are in possession of what? A reality. And that spirit cannot be put in bondage. Right? That spirit has one thing which you must let to activate. They say that spirit is the spirit that Christ was our Father. That's the spirit of prayer. So each time you notice there's a hunger for prayer, that spirit is saying, go and cry, Abba Father. Go and pray. Go and spend time in prayer. Spend 30 minutes, 20 minutes, 40 minutes, 15 minutes, one hour, as you can dispose yourself. Exercise the office of our Father. The more you pray and spend time with that spirit in front of the Father, you are building a system inside of you. The Bible says the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous person, that by his nature, you remain righteous, produces what? Tremendous power. That's how we live. Say, I'm blessed. I am blessed. In the name of Jesus Christ. I have the life of Christ. I have the life of Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus. I refuse to walk in bondage. I refuse to walk in darkness. I refuse to walk in darkness. I refuse to be confused. I refuse to fear. I refuse to fear. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Say the power of God is in me. The power of God is in me. Say the point of God is upon me. Say I am sanctified. I am justified. Say I am justified. I am justified. Say I am glorified. Because power of life and death is in your tongue. When you come into prayer, God responds to what you say with your mouth. If you are saying negative things, you provoke a law of sin and death. If we go down. If you come into prayer and begin to testify, that the economy of the Christ from his nature, from his life, from his spirit, and that is what you are bringing before God, reminding God of his investment in you. You are open up the vistas of the law, of the spirit, of life in Christ Jesus. And as you continue that realm, you need to thank God for that life. 
You need to thank God for that nature. You need to thank God for that spirit. And as the word of God continues to open your eyes to see many things, you begin to pick up the word of God and keep expressing your attitude of gratitude. This is how you work strong in the spirit. This is how you provoke that noise over your life. Then in the regular spirit, you are generating energies that will begin to go into your family system. Spiritually, your family is being sponsored now by a spiritual energy you have generated in place of prayer. Because when you're there, you say, Father, my family has life. My children have this life. I have this life in abundance. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke every spirit of death. I rebuke every spirit of limitation. By the life of Christ, I refuse to walk in penury. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want fresh and green and pastures. When he gives me repose, near restful waters, they will lead me to revive my broken spirit. He anoints my head with oil. My cup of blessing overflows. He prepares a banquet for me in the sight of my enemies. Even though, even though I pass through the valleys of the shadows of death, even though I pass through the valleys of persecution, of hardship, of negativity, I fear no evil. For the Lord is there with his cloak, with his staff, he will comfort me. Comfort is coming from Zion for my sake. Comfort is coming from me for my sake, my companion. My children shall receive divine comfort. My career receive divine comfort. Surely, surely, I'm not in doubt. Surely, goodness and mercy, goodness and mercy, favor and glory, favor and glory, divine protection and peace shall follow me, shall follow me. In my sleep, they shall follow me. In my waking up, they shall follow me. All the days of my life, I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. You continue to work strong. You see, the Lord is my light. I refuse to walk in darkness. The Lord is my light and my help. Whom shall I fear? I have help from heaven. The kind of God upon me, I have his nature. The Lord is my light and my help. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Wow. You see, as you are saying this, the Holy Spirit is listening to you. You are provoking the business of life. Energy is flowing. Energy is flowing. You can see that even as I'm saying it here, you are feeling some vibrations inside of you already. That's how it is. You are charging the atmosphere. You are charging the air. All the negative programs in, in the spirit, in the air that we breathe, that brings sadness, that brings depression, that brings confusion. All the negative programs, all the negative energies locked up on the ways in the spirit that we don't see, that creates the values of the shadows of death, that when men pass through it, that they are struck with smoke. They pass through it, they have accident. They pass through it, they come back home with such a headache that ends up being into hospital and death. All kinds of pockets of energy when you generate own, you pass through those lines. You come in the divine atmosphere. Remember, by day, the Lord is thus in the pillar of fire. By night, in the pillar of fire. And that fire is the word that was spoken. The Bible says the entrance of the world brings light and gives understanding to the simple. So say you are the light of the world. The Bible says the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. You see that? So, as you are saying the world, you are saying the world, you are proclaiming the dynamics involved with the written world as elevated above everything in heaven. You provoke the government of heaven to show up. They who dwells in the secret place for the most high shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. You begin to testify, I'm under the shadow. You begin to be sorry. See, listen, listen, listen. This time you are saying, listen, you close your eyes. Why you open your eyes? Why? Some are praying, their eyes are open. They say, hey, let them know. Hey, hey, hey. Now, this is your energy. Close your eyes. Shut the word out of yourself. 
need to pray. I need to pick up everything. The Lord is my shepherd. You know he's your shepherd. He's standing there with a rod, waiting for the lion to come. And for the lion to come, what happens? He engages the lion and brings the lion down. So you refuse to fear. He said, I will be with you until the end of time. He will dwell in the secret place. I live in a secret place. You may see me in public. Therefore, God, but inside, I have a secret place. Where secret business is being orchestrated. When we discuss things there, we discuss mysteries. We discuss things that pertain to the spirit. And we're able to provoke from our realm. And we'll come out. We generate victory. We generate joy, peace, happiness. In the midst of calamity, the Bible says, when they're casting down, we don't say what they say. We speak for a common and say, what they say, living. Oh! This is our place. I refuse to weep. I refuse to be confused. Because the Bible says, I'm wonderfully and fearfully made. There's a mystery about my life that makes me go fear. Because there's something about you don't know. There's a fearful dimension of your life that you don't know. There's a fearful dimension inside of you. Close your eyes, you enter. I say, Father, let the fearful part of my life be made manifest. God told Moses, I will make you a God of Pharaoh. On earth, a woman was made a god unto a king. That's a fearful part. Look at David, small boy. So, so Goliath said, Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? He assessed him from his bed. Because in the fearful part of David, he said, Today, he was carrying all men small this thing. What they call it? The devil. And then pebbles. He said, Today, I will cut off your head. Would you want? If you understand yourself, you don't need this to waste your head. As you decree, God makes the provision. When he said it, I said, Today I'll cut off your head. God said, Michael, make sure that that knife in the hand of that man, God, and now the hand of David. Because he said he wants to cut the head. Supply must be made according to the testimony of his words. Today I'll cut off your head, and I will give my one as carcass to the best of the air. You come against me with javelin, with a sword. With the, whatever you have, but I come against you in that office. I come against you, not just in the God of Israel. I come against you, you know, in the name of the Lord God of hosts of armies. They God provoke the armies of heaven. And the Bible says, Goliath charged towards David to bring fear to him. David did not run back. Come on. Amen. Amen. That's a man who knows there's something inside. He charged to what's going on. And God has said, ah, <coughs> When did they give this man courage? Did I not David? Did I talk to this station? Did you bring this dog boy here for me? Am I a dog? He has seen that this man has no atmosphere. When a small boy is pointing hand to eyes and an adult, be careful. Somebody sent him. Then he beat the Jabalin and threw the first one. There's an atmosphere. Say that. There's an atmosphere. That thing gave David dodgy. And then he had to whine. Amen. Amen. And when he released it, God took over. You have to let your arm yourself. The Bible says, Bless the man who has filled his quiver with his arrows. What's the arrow? The word of God. Your problem is that when you come to prayer, you won't come to see how, how it made him pity you. You are complaining to him about how the thing is painful, how the suffering is too much. Oh God, I can't help myself. Can't do something. 
six months is disgrace for kingdom. You guys will be just for kingdom. No, 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 no. We need conquer with tears. We conquer by the blood. You must involve the Lord. Jesus died for me. Death, you have no authority over my life. This sickness from this moment I'm talking, you are dying in my body. You have to let invoke the life he gave you. A testimony is already. Whoever has a son has a life. If you see yourself in the spirit, all fail will be good. Is it a mystery about you? There's something supernatural about you. Pray God to show you if you like. When you understand yourself, all this pressing and pressing on the bed will stop. When I go out the day I call the celebration, I don't pray against pressing still again. They don't even come. It is the spirit that comes themselves. When they show up, before they show up, my spirit, this spirit that will be given, rises. That's the spirit of resurrection. The same spirit that conquered him. That's it. We wake up. Then you will wake up. And as they are coming, the name of Jesus is coming. That can, that can come back. Then you will You think that when I start speaking like this, they will say, and they start coming for me. They come around. You are the one talking to this people. Stop your oppressions. Leave that for us. I see somebody bought them. Somebody has paid the price. Jesus said, Father, you have given authority over all flesh. When he died, he bought you. You belong to him. And so I always try to make sure that you belong to his camp fully in your mind, in your soul, in your body. And that way you are right now. Shout the video. Amen. By virtue of the grace of God, we see this world today. Every crisis in the world. Every negativity, every attack of the devil comes to an end now in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I command that to go. Amen. I lose one for life. Amen. And the of darkness in your family, over your children, over your career, every attack on your finances, every attack on your health, every attack in any way that is eating your heart. I join faith with you right now. I join faith with you right now. The Bible says, "Wait to obtain His name." When they decree a word, it shall come to pass. We decree that the blessing of God will be manifest in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We bring the judgment of the living God upon spirits that are molesting our children, molesting our parents, molesting our brothers and sisters. We judge every spirit of death. We judge every spirit of negativity, every foul spirit, every spirit of confusion, every antichrist spirit. We judge for this hour by the power of the word of God that we see today in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Every decree of the enemy in the spirit, we cancel. Every door is closed, we command them open right now in the name of Jesus. This week shall be a week of testimony. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Let your light shine. Let your light shine. Amen. By virtue of the world who have risen at this hour, we command darkness in the world to collapse. Your children, in your going and coming, you are blessed. Amen. Everything will work out for your good in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Precious Father, 
Fill your people again with the fresh spirit. Fresh anointing of your presence. Saturate their minds. Saturate their bodies. Their thoughts with fresh energy. From you, oh God. We have the nature of Christ in us. We are above the corruption that is ravaging the world, above fertility, above vanity, above the iniquity that orchestrates the laws in our death. We are above the mighty name of Jesus Christ. On account of his life, we have access to everything. For we are co heirs with Christ. Whatever, oh Lord, you are destined for your sons and daughters. That they means contending with every day. We decree right now that they shall possess their possessions in the mighty name of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. There shall be a supernatural involvement of God in our affairs from now henceforth in the mighty name of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. God is not by power, it's not by might, but by the spirit of the living God. And so for the of God, we renew again in our spirit, in our minds, in our bodies. The spirit that you have given to us, the spirit of liberty. And so every bondage is broken. Amen. Every bondage is broken. Amen. Every spirit is broken. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for clothing us with the garment of salvation. Thank you for the robe of righteousness. Thank you, Father, because we have been blessed beyond measure. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. We give you all the adoration. Just open your mouth and appreciate God for the blessings of today. Thank you for what you have done for you. Thank you for the freshness of his word I've come. Thank you because you are a lighted personality. Thank him because his spirit is seated in you. Thank him because he has healed of every sickness. Thank him because he has blessed you. The storyline has changed. The storyline has changed. The storyline has changed. The storyline has, story has, story has, story has changed. Thank you, precious Father. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. We give you all the adoration. Precious Father, King of glory, whatever is in us that is not consistent with your nature, consistent with your life, consistent with your spirit, we dislodge, we dislodge, we dislodge, we break away from it, we destroy it, we disengage from us. Our children, they are disengaged from corruption. Our families are disengaged from corruption. Let the atmosphere of your glory permeate every fabric of our, our being. In our going and coming, we shall carry your atmosphere. The atmosphere of joy. The atmosphere of peace. The atmosphere of victory. The atmosphere of open doors. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your love. Precious Father, King of glory. Cleanse the minds of your sons and daughters. Heal everyone of every wound in their minds. Wounds in their emotions. Be healed, be healed, be healed, be healed. The power of God is touching you right now. The power of the Eucharistic Jesus is touching right now. You will never remain the same. Yes, yes, yes. The Lord has bequeathed everything to you. What is that you are trusting God for? He said, it is part of my will to you. That you are trusting God for. He said, it's part of his will for you. Begin to take it and say, Father, I receive this because I bring it to me. In the name of Jesus, I receive my divine help. I receive my promotion. I receive my victory. I receive my peace. It's my peace I give unto you. Yes, 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 yes. I receive my peace. I receive to with trouble. I receive to with trouble in my soul. I receive to with trouble in my body. So I command the peace of Christ. The joy of the Lord is my portion. That's my strength. Receive it, joy. Receive it, joy. It's part of the will that you protect you. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, he said
I will protect you. I will preserve you. In the midst of darkness, in the midst of killings, in the midst of worship, he preserved his own. The man for the Holy Ghost to come in. May see the have security. Father, we impart upon our children divine security. They shall not be exposed to any danger. They shall be exposed to any security. They have the only one come over their lives. We give you the glory for your faithfulness. For you are the God who says, who does what he says. Be thou exalted. Thank you, Mother Mary, for your intercession. Cover us with your maternal protection. Cover us with your grace, Mother Mary. Intercede for sons and daughters. That we may walk in the light of the word of God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I am glad I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. I belong to my Lord. I am glad I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. I belong to my Lord. I am glad I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. I belong to my Lord. I am This song is a song of song of testimony. Sing it to your soul. Let your soul feed on it. Don't shout. Just sing it to your soul. I am glad I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. I belong to my Lord. I am glad I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. I belong to my Lord. Are you glad you belong to Jesus? You belong to Jesus. We belong to our Lord. I am glad I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. I belong to my Lord. I am glad I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. I belong to my Lord. I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. I belong to my Lord. I have a father who never fails. Who never fear, who will never fear.
If you are connected to that intention, you connect with me in faith with lifting your right hand up. The first, I'm going to pray for career, career issues. People who have businesses, those who are working offices, and they're having turbulence. There's wave, there's a storm shaking up their career. Every time they are subject to fear, intimidation on account of their career. I'm led to pray for families. Families that have been devastated by all forms of unrest. From quarrel to misunderstanding to all forms of family issues to sicknesses that are affecting the children. Every now and then strange things are happening. Finances will come and disappear. And then totally we're going to pray for our children that the hand of God will remain perpetual over their life. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray right now for our children. I pray right now for our children. Wherever they may be, those who are present here, those who are in their homes, and they are connected to this center, Father, King of glory, I decree and I declare that the hand of the devil has been stretched towards them, manipulating their minds, manipulating their souls, trying to devastate them, all forms of negative programming, sometimes through the carelessness that has been displayed even by the parents. Father, we pray for a divine intervention at this hour. That the plans and purpose of the enemy at this hour will be nullified and counseled in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Your own hands will be stretched towards them. Because Jesus said, bring the children to me that I may lay my hands on them and I will bless them. I will pray for them. And so Father, we present to you all our children, wherever they may be, Heavenly Father, May your hand be stretched over their life. Amen. We pray and decree that the government of heaven will take over their lives. Even they walk on this earth realm. That the influence of corruption, the influence of fertility, the influence of vanity, 
Now, finally, the influence of iniquity will not take over the life of our children. But rather, they shall stand at prophetic pillars, knowing the truth, serving God in spirit and in truth. They will have the courage to resist evil and surmount all forms of error and exercise righteousness and godliness in the land, in their families, in the place they find themselves, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We pray for our families, O oh God. The Bible says that the family is the smallest unit of the church. We decree, O oh God, that the government of heaven will be extended beyond measure to all families represented here. O oh, Heavenly Father, King of Glory, especially families that are being ravaged by all forms of attack that come from the pit of hell, bringing disunity, quarrel, misunderstanding, all forms of negative manipulations, affecting the children negatively, affecting the parents negatively. It has even cropped up into their career. Everything is just working against them. And every day there's no peace. And we decree that this peace, which will be created to us, will become the portion of our families in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. That the attack the enemy has unleashed upon families, upon families, will come to an end. Amen. That the battle of division, the battle of sickness, the battle of darkness, will be vanquished and conquered forever. We establish righteousness in our families. We establish Amen. prosperity in our families. Amen. We establish the government of peace in our families, Amen. in the heart of our parents, Amen. in the heart of our parents, the heart of our children, Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. The cloud of darkness that covers families, that is brooding death over the life of parents, over the life of our brothers and sisters and our children, will not hold sway again, even as we pray from now, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Even as God's children, as we have gathered, we decree in the atmosphere, we decree on the land, we decree in the waters, that the oppressions of the enemy shall not have sway, but rather the light of God will come to shine and dominate every infrastructure of negativity in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Our families shall prosper. Amen. Our families shall have peace. Amen. Our families shall know God. Amen. Righteousness shall be the ban of our families Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Father, I pray for your sons and daughters who are battling their career, who are experiencing all forms of strange happenings in their career. They walk like elephants, but they eat like ants. Every day, one trouble or the other. Precious for the kingdom of glory. Even though we are not we are in the world, we are not of the world. And so, Father, King of glory, we draw strength from where we belong. We draw strength from the heavens. And we decree, O oh God, that the invasion of negativity, the invasion of confusion in our career that affects the outcome of the, our input to Heavenly Father be nullified at this hour in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. That the blessings of destiny for people will begin to remain manifest. We curse to the root every attack of witchcraft, every attack of charms, every attack of wicked men and women, all forms of manipulations, that even as many who stand as Balaam today in our career, that are consistently constituting nuisance and making things appear difficult and is affecting our finances, Holy Father, King of Glory. As you render the counsel and the prophecies of Balaam futile, Holy Father, we stand on that same grace and we decree that the prophecies and the, the curses of Balaam of today, Holy Father, are now futile in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We speak life to our careers. Amen. We speak life to our businesses. Amen. We command the wisdom of God to overshadow us right now. Amen. And drive us to the path that God has ordained for us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Precious Father King of God, as your students step out, 
they shall begin to receive supernatural enablement. Amen. That will help them navigate the affairs of their career and harness the necessary prosperity they need of Heavenly Father to advance the course of their faith and go to bless the families that are given to them and bless your church in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Heavenly Father, King of glory, even as they are in the fullness of life, may the fat man ever be with them. Amen. The heat of the furnace will not consume them. Amen. That the hatred of the king of this world will not even ravage them. Amen. Let your word come to pass that say that even though we pass through the fire, it shall not consume us. For we pass through the water, it shall not consume us. Thank you, Father, because you are a faithful God. Thank you because it is done. 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 Mark everyone here, O oh Lord, with the mark of the blood of Jesus. That the voice of the blood of Jesus shall not depart from them. As I come to partake of the Holy Eucharist, Heavenly Father, they shall grow from glory to glory in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Father, because you have healed those who are sick here. As many who are sick in their blood, you are healed. Amen. Those who are sick in their bones, you are healed. As many who have organ issues, you are healed. Amen. From the top of your head down to the soul of your feet, the hand of God is upon you, and health has been established upon you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. Lord be with you. And with your spirit. And so many blessings, Almighty God. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you both now and forever. Amen. Amen.